York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick of Time Show here to give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And guys, do, do you know what time it is? Ryan. Ryan. Yes, yes, yes. It's 1051, but do you know what time it is, though? It's time to celebrate and Nick's double overtime went over the Boston Celtics. Exactly, because it's time for the gunshots, damn it. <laughs> the Knicks. <laughs> The Knicks beat the Boston Celtics. Gunshots in the air, all right? Man, this game was crazy. What more do you want? Double overtime win. Knicks beat the Celtics 138-134. Randall with 35 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists, and 3 blocks. Mitchell Robinson with 11 points, 17 rebounds, and 3 assists. Evan Fournier, the guy that I hated and loved and hated and loved again. 32 points, 3 assists, 4 steals, 6 rebounds. OB Topping comes in with the small ball with 14 points and some hustle plays. No Taz Gibson today. No Nerlens Noel today. They, they said Jalen Brown was going to be sick and all. Oh, no, he might not play. But no, Jalen Brown had COVID and he came back first day back of COVID protocol and he drops a 40 plus piece, 46 <laughs> points. But it wasn't enough because the Knicks did their thing and it looked crazy. It looked crazy. The Knicks were down. The Knicks were down, Ryan. The entire, almost seemingly the entire game, caught back up in the third quarter where we eventually took the lead. But when it came down to the fourth quarter, I think we were I think we were up by 12 in the fourth quarter, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, with like like a few minutes to go and all of a sudden the Celtics stormed back and it it was a scene all too familiar. We forcing the ball to Randall too much. It got predictable. They forced turnovers and all of a sudden it it turned into an overtime game. Man, bad bad lapses from on defense with Evan Fournier. Bad lapses on defense with Kemba Walker turned into overtime, and the Knicks gutted it out. They found a way to win, man. They found a way to win. There's a lot, a lot of storylines you can take from this. But we'll, we'll start. Let's just start with the man of the hour, the man they said was going to regress. The man they thought was a fluke. The man people wanted to trade last year, even me at one point. But I changed my mind. We're going to talk about <laughs> Julius <laughs> Randall, man. Gunshots in the air for Randall, dog. Randall yeah. was phenomenal. What did you have to say about Randall's game today, man? First of all, the way the Knicks were playing in that first half, if it wasn't for Randall, it would have been, it would, it been a Boston Celtics blowout because the Knicks could not buy a basket. That whole first half, I felt like I wanted to, like, Take the TV and just throw it out the damn window oh. the way the Knicks were playing in that first half. It was just terrible. The Knicks were just playing one-on-one basketball, no ball movement on offense, and then on defense it was lackadaisical. The rotations were terrible, but Julius Randle kept the Knicks in there with his play. And then the second half, when the game started opening up a bit with, you know, with the Knicks playing more defense and the court opening up more, then Julius Randle was able to feed the ball to other players and get them involved as well. So, I mean, overall, it was just a great game by Julius Randle. You know, again, prove why he's King Julius. Yeah, man. Sir Julius. Sir Julius yeah. over here, man. Respect on his day. Word. <laughs> I, I agree. Yo, Randle started off the game hitting back-to-back threes in his eyes on ISO play. And I was nervous to begin the game, Brian, because it seemed like the Celtics were scoring easier. Uh, because, you know, there was a little bit, a lot more ball movement yeah. um, than the Knicks had in that first half. We seen to not long the pass ball. We I think we finished the half with a single digit assist with nine assists. Yeah. <laughs> and Randall, he finished with what I think twenty five at the half. While your boy Jalen Brown finished with twenty points in the first quarter. <laughs> 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 the first quarter alone, and I'm sitting here like, bruh, what is happening? But Julius Randall, man. I can't say enough about this guy, man. I think we recognized that we had we had the matchup battle won from rip people i know yeah. you know were you nervous because i was nervous about fournier versus fournier versus uh <laughs> brown for good reason yeah uh, and but i think at the end of the day the celtics really don't have anybody who can hold julius randall's jockstrap <laughs> exactly it, it was one of those it was one of those things where it was like okay 
the Knicks didn't have anybody to hold Jalen Brown, but at the same time, the Celtics had nobody who could hold Julius Randle. So it's one of those things where it was like, who's going to outdo the other? Especially early in the game, because that's where the majority of points are coming from for the Celtics, and that's where the majority of points are coming from for the Knicks. And ultimately, you know, Jalen Brown may have won the points battle between them, but the other Knicks players stepped up, especially on the defensive end, and got this win. Absolutely, absolutely. It was the defense that kind of got us back in this game. And um, ultimately, the others, the others helped us too. Like first, like first, um, the first quarter defense, man, this seems like this might be an issue coming into this year. And it's going to be, and, and maybe, maybe it's just the team, you know, gelling. But it seems like we were a little a bit lackadaisical in lacking some fire in that first quarter when it came to the defensive end. Now, when it got to the second quarter, that's when you start to realize, like, no, there's another gear for Kemba and Fournier and these guys to play um, defense. You know, we it wasn't even necessarily, you know, individual defense. We played really good team feet defense in that second quarter. We scrambled. Um, we got a lot of steals. I think Fournier individually had a few steals. And then I think Mitchell Robinson, he came back as tight as he was, and he anchored that defense for as long as he could without passing out. <laughs> <laughs> for real, you got to definitely big up Mitchell Robinson on that. And also for this game, um, I think what was um, important was the fact that it seemed because like what you said about the Knicks, you know, they came out in the first quarter and they were kind of lackadaisical on defense. It seems like this is the, it seems like they have the type of team where they have to get down yeah. for them to really pick up the defensive pressure. And you don't want the Knicks to be like that all season because when you get into that habit, then you then there'll be games in the future where the teams will be out will be too far out front where it's to where if when you start to actually pick up that defense and get back into the game it's too far of a hill to climb so you don't want the team to get into that habit where it's like okay you know we're down so let's pick up our defensive pressure now like no you want them to come to the game with that defensive pressure and try to take the lead early and then try to see if they can hold that lead. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree with you, man. It just seems like, you know, the guys that we added there, they're doing well for us, Evan Fournier. Like, we're we, we really excited about having Kemba here, but Evan Fournier is looking like the true number two option on his team right now because when Julius Randle got tired, the ball went through Evan Fournier. But I, I'll say this, Evan Fournier in general, I, I think he took some notes from preseason. Because in preseason, he didn't look super aggressive. He looked like he was being passive. He was trying to, you know, involve his teammates first. And I think my mind tells me that they got on him um, once, you know, preseason was over. Because he was really aggressive in these first two quarters. When I looked at the half, the halftime, he took the second of most attempts on the team at halftime behind Julius Randle. Uh, well, what, did you, what did you think about Evan Fournier's game today? Evan Fournier definitely stepped up in overtime. We definitely needed his buckets in overtime because, as you could see, the Knicks, a lot of the Knicks players, they, they didn't really have their legs under them. They weren't really knocking down jumpers. And Evan Fournier was the one that was really carrying the Knicks throughout the overtime periods. But before that, he did he did have trouble guarding Jalen Brown. That's why that's he's part of the reason why Jalen Brown went off the way he did in the game. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was you it, saw. I mean, most it, Knicks fans, you know, were probably like you know. Yeah, yeah, it's expected. <laughs> but. Yeah, I didn't know whether to be mad at him because, cause, you know, there were certain things. It's like, oh, come on, Evan. But in certain shots that he made, even in the first half, too, that I was like, well, what what can you do about that? Like, <laughs> Exactly. This is Jalen Brown, and he's Jalen Brown, and so you just take the good with the bad. <laughs> For real. But definitely he stepped up when the Knicks really needed him, and that's definitely a positive. And like you said, right now he seems like he seems to be the second option on the team, even ahead of Kevin Walker. Yeah, even ahead of Kevin Walker. And I, I was I was pissed. I was the four, the fourth quarter, Ryan. And thank you, Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy broke down that play perfectly with Marcus Smart hit the, the clutch three in the corner. To send that game to overtime. Our two new additions both had the biggest defensive brain farts of the game. <laughs> One when Evan Fournier goes to double Tatum in the backcourt when he isn't a threat. And then two when Kemba Walker, knowing we're down three, 
We're we're up three. No one needed a three to tie. He runs to the basket first. His first instinct is to run towards the basket where no Celtic player is at all. To guard what? The invisible layup? <laughs> <laughs> like, at least Marcus Smart wide open for three to shoot. Bruh. Man. And I see you guys getting on Kemba Walker on the chat. I see you guys getting at my, your guy. And yeah. I, and I'm I'm still Team Walker. I'm still Team Walker. I still, I still have faith in my guy. But, man, man, was there some bonehead plays on defense. And we're going to need these two guys to step up eventually. <laughs> yeah. It's just the first game, so I'm not going to be too hard on Kemba Walker. I, I, I will give Kemba Walker a chance to prove that, you know, he will improve and – play better in the upcoming games. Now, for that play with um, the play at the end of the fourth quarter where the Knicks gave up the open three to Marcus Smart, like, even before Jeff Van Gundy said something, like, we were talking, I told you, like, why was ever 48 double-teaming in the backcourt? I'm Bruh. like, why? Did, like, okay, I can understand. I can understand that, okay, Jalen Brown, he's a hot guy. You don't want him to get the ball, so you double-team in the backcourt. But once the ball goes to somebody else, you don't double no more. You don't you double. Don't do it. That's what I said. You retreat. And that just led to the ball going to Schroeder, then Schroeder fighting Marcus Smart in the quarter for three, and then that was it. And then the, and the game went into overtime. Yeah, and the game went into overtime, man. But I'm I'm still happy. We still won, though. The gunshots yeah. are still up because we still won. Exactly. We still beat the Boston Celtics oh. in overtime. There was nobody that could hold Julius Randle's gosh track. The small ball lineup with Opie Toppin worked out. And we got the win. And at the end of the day, I was pissed at Evan Fournier in that fourth quarter. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Ryan, it's this proves, this proves how much we needed another shot creator on his team. Shout out to the front office. Shout out to Worldwide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Shout out to the front office, man, because this proves they did they when they did their thing. They said we need shot creators. And they went out and they did that. They got Kemba. They got Fournier. And when, when Julius Randle got tired in that overtime win, they took over and we got that W, man. We did what we supposed to do. We might have lost on the defensive end, but Tibbs' coaching is going to have to pull it together for us. But we won on the offensive end when it came to Evan Fournier creating shots for us. And even Kemba in spots, man. I'm giving Kemba some – I'm still giving some Kemba some time to get it together. You know, I'm still giving exactly. some time. Give my man some time. BX in the building. Give my man some time, all right? <laughs> exactly. BX in the game. Gunshots in the gunshots in the air for BX. Gunshots in the air for everybody who's rocking with the KOT show, man. If you're feeling the show, man, if you're loving that win, hit that like and subscribe and share, man. The Knicks win. We're going to talk about it, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to D-Nice. I, I saw that super chat. I saw you, boy. I saw you. I saw your super chat, boy. I got you. I got you. Thank you for the super chats, man. Cause listen, we paying bills, man. We listen. You can call in now. You can call in. We got. We getting super chats. We getting some momentum. We investing back into the program. So now you can actually call in. If you want to call in and talk about these wins, you can do that. All you gotta do is call 319-527-6241, and we will talk to us live. You can see the number is right there on the on, on the screen. The bottom of the screen is right there. All right. So you can do that. For, do that for sure. You can call in, and we can talk this Knicks basketball. All right. But before we even get into to that, listen, man. Shout shout out to the KOT peoples. Shout out, to, shout out to the followers. Shout out to the momentum. We we um we got a sponsor tonight, people. We got a sponsor. We got a sponsor tonight, people. <laughs> we got a sponsor tonight, people. So we're gonna pay these bills real quick. And shout out to our sponsor for tonight's game. Ding, 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 ding. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go. Shout out to DraftKings, the first sponsor of the year for the KOT show, all right? You know, all the odds, all the odds experts predict the Knicks will only be a 500 team, but prove them wrong and place your bets with DraftKings, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 on an NBA team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets, all right? DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with with same with the new same game parlays, all right? So you combine multiple bets for the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add and the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. 
Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code KOT. All right, bet just bet just five dollars on any NBA team to win their game and win two hundred dollars in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code KOT this week with DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, but you must be twenty-one or older, and from New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to win. All right, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so shout out to DraftKings. And yes, shout out to sir. Fritz, man. Fritz is going to put that. He's going to put the uh, the links in the chat. And the links will be in the description as well. Uh, for you guys, New Jersey and PA, want to support the KFT show. And you want to win some money because you know they're underrating us today. Exactly. To, you know they are. You know they are. You know Vegas is sleeping. Head over to DraftKings. For real. And use that promo code KOT, okay? All right. Now let's get back to the game. Salute, salute, to, salute to you guys, man. Salute to John three five four. Salute to Soldiers of the Mind. Salute to Knicks Nation TV. And salute to my boy Ronnie Sanders. Since the final two has this hype win, I know it's a game one, but come on, man. IQ, wow, the gunshots. You, the you know what? Because I was tweeting about this yeah. on Twitter earlier today, because there was a play. Yeah. Where IQ yeah. had the ball, he, and he had the mismatch, and he passed the ball out, and he got the ball back, and I'm thinking, okay, IQ got the mismatch, he's going to take him off the dribble. My man decided to take a 40-foot three-pointer, it goes off the backboard, don't even hit rim, Bruh. and then the and then the Celtics get an easy basket as a result out of it, and then Thibs called timeout immediately. I thought he was going to take IQ out of the game, but IQ ended up staying on, but I was like, dog, if I was the coach. I could have been on the bench. I would have been like, nah, you can't do that, B. Like, nah, you like you gotta you gotta sit Yo, down we, and you gotta think about it. Here's the thing, Ryan. This is I keep telling you guys, they practiced they let him shoot those. They have a four point line in practice. <laughs> they have a four point line in practice. They expect him to shoot those shots. Even though at the time I was definitely with you, Ryan, on that shot. I felt like it was the wrong time for that shot. Exactly. It, 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 IQ is a tricky player to 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 um to coach man like he has to still find that balance between shooting those shots and getting these other teammates involved and today uh coach didn't have patience for it he didn't because <laughs> he only played eight minutes and 25 seconds in a double overtime game today to yeah today the roles were reversed today <laughs> the roles were reversed because you know we used, we used to see iq getting all the minutes from the second unit but nah not today guess who got the minutes today ryan Guess who hmm. got the minutes today, Ryan? Obi. Obadiah <laughs> came to play. Knicks Nation, we've been clamoring for the small ball lineup to make an appearance. And it finally has. It worked in preseason. And it worked today. And I see you guys on Twitter. On Twitter, y'all were tight. So was I. Because... What did Tibbs do? Tibbs got in his own way. <laughs> Tibbs got in his own way because Tibbs starts the game up. Two calls to you. Tibbs starts the game up and I, and I, I, I and puts Jericho Sims in the game <laughs> over Obi. And I love Sims. Bruh. <laughs> I love Sims. But nah, bro. When Mitchell Robinson got tired, he was obviously tired. You had to go with Obi, man. You got to go with Obi, and I'm glad he did. And Obi showed out, and he didn't shoot well. But what happens when Obi is in the game, right, is the pace just picks up so much. One. Yeah. Two, the spacing is just wide open. The, the lanes the lanes to shoot are just they're, just, they're just highways to the lane. Things that happened in the playoffs versus the Hawks, when you have OB in there for spacing, it just it's just it's just different, right? Anybody can go in there and do what they want, and that's exactly what happened. And I feel like Randall, he went off for like twelve points in that third quarter during that stretch, man. What did you see from Obi today? Yeah. One of the things is that the reason why Obi was so productive today was tonight was because 
the Knicks actually picked up their defense and got steals because Obi is his best when he's running the court. And the Knicks created opportunities where Obi could run the court right. and get easy baskets, which made Obi way more productive than he normally is when the Knicks are playing the usual, you know, half court game or whatever the case may be. But Obi right. definitely played yeah, but Obi definitely played well tonight. He was definitely energetic on both ends of the court. And if this is the Obi we're gonna get all season, I'm hyped. Sign I'm me hyped. up. I don't care yeah. how much he paid Noel. Sit him down. <laughs> Sit him down. Obi's coming in. He's playing the backup four. Slide Randall's is a five. And we running with that. I'm with real, it, man. And, and to be real about it, too, now that you think about it, I f- I'm worried for Noel now because if Obi's going to continue to play like this, and then you have Gibson as well, and, you know, Gibson can be that viable backup also, Noel, Noel might not be seeing much minutes this season. And I'm not, I mean, listen, he did, Noel did well for us last year. But if Obi can, you know, play that small ball five and Tibbs keeps an open mind, because listen, Tibbs was, Tibbs' hands was forced. Tibbs' hands was forced. We already know how rigid he is with his lineups. But with, with Sims playing bad on defense and he took him out for the rest of the game. <laughs> and Mitchell Robinson tired and not back up the top speed yet. He was forced to play Obi and then, oh my gosh, it worked. So, I'm glad it happened the way it did. I, I feel bad for Noel. I mean, I don't feel bad for Noel. But, you know, <laughs> if Noel is moved or whatever, it's fine. I'm, it's fine. It's cool. As long as Obi wins. Me, Obi is the bigger priority to me. I'm all for Obi getting the minutes. And what did Obi play today? How many minutes? 28 minutes for Obi hitting the gunshots, oh, hitting the ooze. That got to be a career high. Got to be career high, man. <laughs> Gotta be career high. And shout out to the super chats. After the super chats, we get into these callers, all right? But shout out to the super chats. Um, shout out to Black Neto. I think this is the first time. I think this is his first time um donating. So shout out to you, Black Neto. He sends a five dollar super chat. Says RJ's growth has been so great to see. His off ball movement was on point, and Young Ob doing his damn thing tonight. Yeah, you right about that. And we can talk about RJ later. But I want to get these callers in first. But yeah, you right about that, um, Black. Neto, I love RJ's game. Uh, Robert Parsons of 49 Super Chat says, Kemba played many minutes, yet Deuce and Grimes going to get their play. Hmm. Well, we got we to gotta wait and see because Grimes was in there for 6.8 seconds. So we got to wait and see. We got to <laughs> wait and see. We got to wait and see, man. But listen, listen, there is there is room, man. I was thinking there might not be room for those guys, but when you look, when you look at the chinks in the armor, but it's only game one. It's only game one. So yeah. game one. So I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun, but you can start to see in situations where these guys can play. All right. But let's go. Let's get to the phone calls, man. I know we got some phone calls um, lined up right now. Fritz, pass them through and let them know when the first caller. Please let you, people know your name and where you're from, um, when you're on the show. All right. So pass them through, Fritz. Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Right. Yeah, it's Big Reaper from uh, Jersey. Um, it was actually it was a really exciting game. It was good. Uh, with Tub J. Ellis, uh, Brian E. Thank you guys for taking my call. Like I said it was a really good game. But I'm just gonna try to get to it real quick because I know y'all got a lot of callers. So uh, uh, the first thing I was really surprised. Although it's kind of a high scoring game, defense was terrible in the first quarter. Yeah. But it actually picked up. It got much better as the game went along. And like you know, um, so the defensive rating for a lot of the guys were actually pretty. It was very solid. Um, actually, R.J. Barrett, his defense is like, Woo! I was very impressed with his defense on Tatum today. Absolutely. He, I felt like he locked him up. And uh, Julius Randle, he, he showed up to play defense once again today. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, man, it's like, I can't wait till he gets into shape. I feel like maybe he put on a little too much weight. But, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, his defensive rating for this game was like 98. It's like, Ooh, you know, oh. he's like, the dude is a monster. He played 34 minutes. And it's not like, you know, you, there's some people that put up crazy defensive ratings, but they play only like six, seven minutes or 10 minutes. But this dude, he's playing over 30 minutes. And he like, I mean, he just causes havoc on so many levels when he's playing on defense. It's like if he's near the ball, uh, if you don't shoot it, because you're probably going to miss. Because you just end up paying attention to him. Or he'll stick his hand in, you know, and then deflect the ball. He just, uh, but, you know, so uh, the defense actually early on, it was driving me crazy. But overall, the team settled in defensively. 
Obviously, we had the one bonehead play by uh, Forney and Kemba Walker. Mm-hmm. But the previous three-pointer that, like, uh, the one Brown hit. Oh, that was ridiculous. Court, yeah, that was, yeah, that was <laughs> that crazy. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I, honestly, in my opinion, I kind of felt like, you know, so that was an important shot. You know they're going to shoot a three on that one. And I felt like uh, the coach should have put R.J. Barrett on Brown instead of having him guard the inbounds pass. Mm. You know, I think they should have done that. Like, in my opinion, they should have done that. Actually, even in the overtime, a lot of times it looks like the coach had um, Randall on Brown. So either he should have put – either he should have put R.J. on Brown for that inbound play because you know he's going to shoot the three and he's hot. Right. And I just don't know why he put Fournier on him. But, like, you know, that's where one of those places where in-game coaching – uh, he gets our coach sometimes. Like, you know, yeah. he's a great coach. Right, right. But sometimes, like, he makes mistakes sometimes. And, like, you know. Um, I have a theory, uh, though. Offensively. I have a theory. So, go ahead. I think I think you, you are right that Brown is the, the main threat. And, you know, R.J. Barrett defensively is a better defender than Fournier. But I feel like if you put Fournier on Tatum and switch it that way. That's that's just way too much for Fournier. Like I think that that might be a worse matchup. You know what I mean? It, it, maybe it's just me. But what do you think about that theory? Well, I guess only for that play because I was just thinking for that play. You know, if you see basically uh, Tatum is taking out the ball, and you know Brown is like scorching hot, you switch out. You tell them to swap out. RJ get on uh, Brown because he's gonna shoot. He's the they need a three. And you know Brown is going to shoot the three. And so I just thought, just for that play, I thought, like, you know, the coach should have done that. Uh, But, you know, on the defensive end, that was that offensively, it was, I thought it was, I mean, the Knicks, they're going to be a problem, I think. It's like, um, you know, they're a very good team offensively. Um, You know, Julius Randle, um, I mean, he played great in the first half. But, like, you know, the one thing I was really happy to see with him was, um, He's been taking the ball to the basket a lot more, and I was hoping they would do that this year, Mm -hmm. Um, trying to post out more and take the ball more to the basket because he finishes. He always finishes, like, in traffic. And so why not just get him more baskets at the the rim? And so they did that today. Yeah, we had the small ball lineup. He had more opportunities, man. Like, when you have Obi out there stretching the floor for you, (laughs) you there's less opportunities to double team and less opportunities for people to meet you at the rim. So I think the, the the lineups definitely helped, for sure, man. I think uh, we have to keep looking yeah. at that. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, yeah, you're definitely right about that. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, the only bad thing with him on the offensive end is like, oh, you know, Randall giveth and he taketh, like, uh, like Walt Clyde would say. Uh, yeah. The turnover, he had seven turnovers, and then the the long. I know the coach said this because uh, I know he was talking about him when he talked about taking the long twos off the dribble. I know he was talking about Randall before the season began. He specifically mm-hmm. talked about it in a, in a, like in, in one of the um, interviews or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just think he just needs to find a way. He needs to try to cut that out because it's like some of it is just ass shots. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I know sometimes he makes it, but he's just not making it. Like if you're making three pointers at the same clip, you're making like, the long twos. Why are you taking like the long twos off the dribble? You know, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense there. Yeah, like it's because that's what like killed the percentage in the second half. It was like he was settling for like, I mean, even Jordan wasn't shooting like, I mean, like great players like Jordan, they're not going like you know crossing over off the shooting off the dribble like thirty feet. You know, there Jordan wasn't either. You know, he really did stuff like that. So like, why are you doing it? You know. Because uh, I think it take, it's very difficult. It's a very difficult shot. But, you know, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. That's what I thought. All right. Good call, Reaper. Yeah. Good call, man. Um, and yeah. I, I agree with you, the long twos. I think if it's contested long twos, you definitely got to try to cut that out. Unless you're in pressure situations, then you got you can do what you got to yeah. do. But I agree with you on, on pretty much almost everything you said, man. But good call as usual. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Reaper. Yeah, Thanks cool. a lot. Thanks. Have, have a good night, guys. All right. Yeah, you too, man. All right. Next caller up, man. Shake your name and where you from. And shout out to Shells Heavy. He sends a nine ninety nine super chat, man. I see you, Shells Heavy. Th- super chats all are coming 82. in, man. Hashtag all eighty two is what he says, man. <laughs> shout out to you, Shells Heavy. All right. Next caller up. Let's go. <laughs> Jay Ellis. What up? Ryan G. 
What up? What's good? What's good, man? What's good? This is Reno to check in. Y'all say, yo, abandon ship on the Discord and it's calling. Is that, that what we're doing now? Oh, yeah. We, we calling in, man. We calling yes, in. Sir. We, I mean, we, gonna, right. we, we can add the Discord in later, you know, for the people because, you know, Discord and people from overseas, they can, it's easy for them to Discord. But it just seems like more people are scared of the Discord and how that works. So the call in and it seems like it's going to be smoother. So we're going to do the call in. Well, well, nothing wrong with the upgrade. I appreciate it. I appreciate well, it. Well, this game, good Good thing I didn't bring out the Henny for this game because <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is the first game we can't over, be over-hyped or or too down on our team. Mm-hmm. We see the, 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 the few errors, the mental errors, hopefully – you know how coach will get in, get in their tail, and fix the errors. Lafortier is the truth. I can't say it no more. He's a major upgrade compared to absolutely man. Compared to that guy over in Dallas right now, absolutely. No, no, no shit. No, no shit. The bullet, but bullet could never, man. Bullock can yeah. never, Bullock does never, not have the stones to hit never. three three straight threes in overtime and take over the game and make plays for other people. Bullock could never. For real, plus Fournier's off-ball movement is never. way better than Bullock, too. So Absolutely. But go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> could never. And you see in moments in the game when he was going, when, when he was playing up on the three-point line on Fournier, you see Fournier will pump fake. Mm-hmm. First step to the basket. Mm-hmm. It's a major difference. That's a big difference. Yeah, man. That that pump fake sidestep is a big difference. And, you know, Bullock did it sometimes, but a lot of times Bullock pump fakes and then he steps into, um, steps into like, a, a, a mid-range. But Fournier keeps that three points, that three-point line active, man. So I definitely appreciate the way Fournier plays that three-point line. And um, he's just a better – he's just a better shooter all around, man. Shout out to Fournier. He's man. just a better – he's just a better shooter and he doesn't have a – He's not one dimensional. That's you could say he's a three tier scorer, like you've been, you guys been saying on the show. He's a three tier scorer. You can't stop him once he exactly. Sorry, exactly, pump exactly. Fake, jump, exactly. Jumper. Pump fake, go to the lane. Pump fake, right? To somebody else. Exactly. But I need you guys to take a look at the lineup when they have Obi and Mitch Robinson. That's going to be a problem. You think so? I feel that, like that that lineup right. happened for like didn't that wasn't that lineup didn't happen for that long, but it looked all it right, man. Play. It looked all right. You're right. Because if you look at the play that Obi, I think he was in the corner for three. He pump fake. The defender bite on the pump fake. He drove to the basket and passed it to Mitchell. Robert. Yes. That's yeah. Cool. Oh. All right. Now just pay attention to that. I just gotta just sit, just highlight that moment. That, but overall, good team effort, great win. No hanging tonight. You guys have a good show. All right, <laughs> All right man. Salute, right, man. salute, thank salute, you, dude. Salute, man. Thanks for the call, man. Some, some spot. Yeah, the handy. Yeah, that Obi, man. I'm loving the way Obi played. Obi played ter- terrifically. Uh, he needs to get downhill to play. He need whenever Obi gets downhill, you can't stop him. And the thing is too. I was glad, like, I, I got a little bit nervous when he started missing the first shots when he first got in the game because I already knew how, like, you know, he gets going, he gets going, running downhill, making yeah. layups. And you start to notice, Ryan, when the, as the game went along, those swoops to the baskets, those layups started to become easier. He started to hit, he started to hit layups in transition. Um, he, he, he just, he, he just, his natural athleticism took over. He started hitting shots. He was all over the place, man. Uh, oh, yeah, man. And I think that this game also proves with Obi that if you play Obi for eight ten minutes, you're not gonna get the best out of him. You you really do have to play Obi a good twenty minutes or so to really get him into the game and get the best out of him. So I'm hoping that Thibs sees that if from this game that Obi does need playing time, hopefully he'll give Obi those extra minutes as the season goes on, so Obi can improve and be more impactful for the Knicks this season. Absolutely, man. He's a motion player. You need to let that boy fly. Let the boy run downhill, man. And salute to the chat, man. Everybody's rocking with the TOT show. If you enjoyed the show so far, please hit that like and subscribe button, man. The Knicks.
take on the Celtics and beat them in double overtime in dramatic fashion, man. It's a wonder that, the, the, man, this front office keeps saying Shout it. Out we go, we leave a mess. Shout out to Worldwide West, man. He got it done. He got us movement shooters. He got us people who can make plays off their dribble. And you saw the result of that today. We saw the result. Randall didn't have to carry the whole team the whole time. Um, Evan Fournier actually got active. He got active. He wasn't timid like he was in preseason. And he was way more aggressive. Going to the lane, finishing lips, something that Reggie Bullock never did. Shoot threes, you know, and you know what? Didn't, didn't miss those threes in under pressure, man. He showed up. Everybody yep. showed up for us today, man. It was a great team. Not everybody. There were some outliers, and we could talk about some of the negatives a little bit later. Cause I see them yeah. in the chat. But you know what? We I'm am basking in this win. This team has not been together. The first unit has not been together that long, and it all just seems to come together. But uh, anything you want to add to that, Ryan? Before we get this next caller. The only thing I want to add to that is the fact that before we even get into the negatives, we cannot forget talking about this guy because this guy has definitely grown in his third season of his NBA career, R.J. Barrett. We definitely got to talk about your boy, R.J. Rowan. Young Rowan. Did I even mention? I didn't even mention him, man. Young Rowan finishes 19 points, two blocks. Two assists, five rebounds, hits a clutch three <laughs> with no airspace. Hits a clutch three, um, fifty-four percent from the field. Was very quiet in that first half, but that second half he came alive. And not only that, he shut down. I mean, listen, he made it tough. He didn't completely shut him down, but he pretty much did. He kind of <laughs> Tatum I had mean, twenty points. Yeah, but when you hold Jason Tatum to 7 of 30 shooting from the field, 2 of 50 from three-point range, yeah, that's impressive. That's, that's impressive. That's a shot. 23% from the field from Jason Tatum. Put some respect on his name, R.J. Barrett. I don't think R.J. is going to be an all-star this year, but he's going to be a very important piece to us, and you can see the growth in R.J. Barrett, man. I can't wait to see what this kid does. He's going to have a really good year for us. He's going to be important to us. He's going to improve just enough for us. You know what I mean? For real. And now we lost Bullock, who was our main perimeter defender. It looked like we gained one to R.J. Barrett. So if that's the case, it's kind of like the Knicks did not lose in that category. Yeah, if R.J. Barrett can step up the way he is, we didn't really lose, you know, a good defender. I mean, we lost one, but, you know, <laughs> he picks up some of the slack. We still need Evan, one of these guys, Evan Fournier and Kimber Walker, to step it up defensively to, 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 to kind of offset certain things. But RJ's yeah. defense, man, was tough. Even though, man, the fadeaway. Listen, my heart stopped. There was a part of the game where Tatum called the clear out. And, oh, yeah. And um, you know Tatum. Tatum loves that mid-range fadeaway. And I think RJ yeah. Barrett scouted it. The way he played defense, it looked like he scouted it. And I, I saw it coming. I was like, oh, here it comes. He's going to that mid-range fadeaway that he learned from Kobe. Let's see, let's see what's going to happen. And RJ scouted, man. RJ ran right to that spot. He jumped up in the air. He, he Yeah, bothered his shot. Bothered his shot. Hit off the clank of the rim. Game set blouses. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. RJ Barrett's defense is taking a massive step, man. Shout out to RJ Barrett. For real, yeah, and man. you know what's and you know what's crazy about it because you remember when he was when he was a rookie coming into the NBA. One of the major negatives about RJ Barrett was that he was on the defensive end. Yeah, like there there were people there were scouts that were saying that they never they would they wouldn't think that he would become a great defender, but he's proving those scouts wrong because it's, it's his third season. He took major steps on defense. Yeah, man. The thing about RJ, man, he's a worker. And whenever people had doubts about him, I just you just look back and go, nah, this guy just wants it too much, man. This guy wants it too much. There's certain people whose talent is they outwork other people. <laughs> That's what yeah. people 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 underrate work ethic as a talent. Worth exit ethic is absolutely a talent, man. You can will yourself into getting to the next level. And that's exactly what he's doing. And shout out to Ariel. Shout out to Ariel from um 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 um, oh my gosh, I'm thinking the name of where he's from right now. But he put yeah, out, I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, it's escaping me right now. But um, he put out like a video, a defensive video about RJ, the way he's navigating screens. 
uh, how he's getting skinny for the first time, how his positioning has gotten better, how he's sliding his feet. He's the preseason man. He, he you might he might not be ISO Barrett like we want. He might mean not be like that All Star Barrett where you can take people off the dribble and get the angles. He's not might have all that to his game yet. But you're starting to see he's working on certain things. Defense is definitely one of them. Um, he shot a couple of pull-up threes off the dribble, something he's never done um, last year before. You know, he missed them, but you can tell the, what the shots he's taking that he's working on it. And like, and it's going to help us tremendously when he adds that to his game. And you know, and the finishing too, man. He wasn't. He wasn't. Screw the layups this year. Screw the layups <laughs> this year. With NBA spacing now for the first time, when RJ Barrett went to the hole, RJ he Barrett was, was dunking the ball. Man. <laughs> yep, he was yamming it. <laughs> Yams, man. Yamming on them. <laughs> For real, yo. And you know what? If RJ Barrett keeps up this defensive improvement this season, I saw the nickname pop up in the chat. I think we're gonna have to call we're gonna we're gonna have to start calling him Barrett Island because when <laughs> you're on the island with Barrett, hey, you ain't scoring, B. You not scoring. Barrett <laughs> Man, I like that. I like that. We was called. Remember, we was talking about how R.J. Barrett is the second coming to Jimmy Butler. Man, that defense, that defense coming around, looking Jimmy Butler esque. <laughs> yeah, we might be on our way to seeing that. Man, we, he just has to get the um develop the rest of his offensive game. But man, he's coming to law. Man, he he pulled through for us. Man, he pulled through for, for us. I love this game. Definitely love this real. game. And sorry, sorry, next caller to uh, have to let you wait. But we had to get that R.J. Barrett conversation out of that chest. Uh, shout out to Illa, man. Illa shows up. He heard us talking about R.J. And he decides yeah. to come in the room as we're talking about R.J. The number one R.J. RJ Barrett fan in the chat. Shout out to you, Illa, man. But um, Fritz, let the next caller through. So we, and Next caller, state your name and where you from, all right? What's going on, fellas? It's your boy. Yeah, what's going on, fellas? It's JT. What's going on, JT? Uh, hey, man, what's up? All right, man. Good game, man. Good game. If I was at the guard, I would have lost my voice, man. I did the silent yak because everybody in the house was sleeping. I'm just like screaming in my in, in my pillow, like, "What the? What are we doing?" Oh my! I was, yo, me, me, me and Ryan was watching the game for like together on Zoom for like a, like an hour, and then we were screaming at each other. So we get it. But yo, <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but just like just going off of what I was saying about RJ, man. Like that's why we love him so much because. He's meant to hit. He's a worker. He's going to get better as each, as you know, each season goes by. You don't want somebody that's got, like, all the talent at their fingertips and then they get coddled next thing you know you got Ben Simmons. You want a guy that's going to come here, get roasted, and then he's going to work and get better. And that's what RJ's been doing the whole time. And the reason why he learned from that fadeaway with, um, when he pressed up on, on Jason this time around, because remember, Kyrie caught him with that when we played Brooklyn yep. last season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Absolutely. That was, so that was, you know, so that was it. But the game – um, it's the first game we won. Like, that's the thing. I like the narrative is, you know, like we said, good teams learn. Good teams win. We did that. So, you just see, I'm just excited to see when everyone starts getting more comfortable in their roles and, like, when we when it doesn't take for us to fall apart the way we did and have to, like, claw our way back to victory. So, it's going to be really interesting. Mm -hmm. The only thing I have, I, I don't know if I'm going to start off with a little bit of negative, but I'm looking at IQ. Okay. And the reason why I look at IQ the reason why I look at IQ the most is because I feel like he's got the most pressure on him because this is his second year. He's got two hungry rooks behind him yeah. that can easily slide in and take his spot. So, like, it's kind of like I'm, he's the person I'm going to keep my eye on the whole season because I'm like, dang, this guy looks like he's trying to fit the point guard role while trying to still be a scorer. And it would be nice if he could just be the combo guard that he truly naturally is because right now it would be good if he, he could have all the room to, like, you know, to test his skills out, try out his new stuff. If he didn't have anybody else behind him, but he do, and he don't have scrubs behind him because I'm quite. I have confidence that Deuce or Quentin can just step up and take his spot and just, you know, we keep the ball, we keep the ball rolling. I don't know. You guys tell me what I think. Um, all valid points. I'll let you take that, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree. Um, this season, I think, I think more. I think more importantly, I think in the last preseason game. It pretty much showed that when Grimes was getting those minutes in that game, that Grimes can be definitely be one of those guys that that Dips can plug in there, and he's gonna play hard defense. He's gonna knock a, he's gonna knock an open three, which is what quickly does for the Knicks. So, and then you got McBride as well. McBride didn't get much playing time, but 
we know what McBride can do also. And I feel like, yeah, I, I feel the same way. Quickly does have pressure on him this season. And if he doesn't really step up, then, yeah, Grimes or McBride can possibly take a spot. Yeah, I'm going to say this. I agree with you, Ryan. The thing is, Quickly, because of the way Quickly is an offensive guy, right? His strength is he can pull out, from, he can pull from three very deep, pull out to defense, and keep, put a lot of pressure on opposing defenses because he can pull up from deep from three. Um, the thing with Quickly though is his body type doesn't really allow him to be as great a defender as Grimes and and McBride are. You know, like he Mc, quickly you can see it. He's trying to play up on people tighter. He's trying to play defense tighter. He's seen in preseason, but he doesn't have the long arms that McBride has and he doesn't have the height um that Grimes has. So if he doesn't so he can play suitable defense if he plays perfect technique all the time, but if he, if he's not productive offensively for long periods of time, um then it's it's a lot it's noticeable it's sometimes noticeable and that's where you, that's what you get from quickly so he has to be better offensively he has to read the game better and mix it up better and has to hit his shots for us to, for him to be successful and I I totally agree I totally believe in quickly and his abilities um, I've been team quickly for a while but you you're absolutely right about you know what's your assessment and today he didn't have a great game he only played eight minutes but it's a long season. And um, yeah, definitely. The coach likes him, and it's gonna be interesting to see where where it goes. But you're absolutely right, man. There's there's opportunities for these other guys to get in here and play. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, like just saying, I'm excited to see Obi get more minutes. Hopefully, they can stagger it off where you know he's playing with Randall a lot more, so that way he can get his minutes, and then Randall goes to the bench. They can just keep this momentum going because they those guys work well together. And then I think that. Um, I don't know if it was you, Ryan, or the last caller who said that I'm excited to see Obi and um, Mitch. Mitch together. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I like I like uh, Randall and Taj together because I feel like they complement each other well also. So, you know, those would be the ways. That those That's just something. I'm just excited about the season. Can't even get my words together. But, again, thank y'all for taking my call. Salute y'all. Always love what y'all doing. Everyone, make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and comment. Even if it's just a flame mode, just comment. That way we can support these guys, and that way we get, they get the love that they deserve. I appreciate y'all calling to, after the next game. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, man. Salute salute to you, JT, man. Salute to you, man. Great call, man. Great discussion, man. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about a little bit of the negative too. A little bit of the negative, and it's not complete negative because you know what it is when you compare when you comparing when you comparing this guy to what we had. It's still a positive. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay, so you know, Kimber Walker. He he had he didn't have like a Kimber Walker homecoming game where he he dropped forty points and ten assists or anything like that. You know. He had a modest game. He ten points. You know, fifty percent from the field, three assists, eight rebounds though. Um, but the thing that the things that made him valuable though was really the threes. He hit three or four from three. You know what I mean? And that's kind yeah. of that's the value. He, like the thing, even though he's not, he wasn't prime Kemba from Charlotte. He still gives a little bit of sport, a floor spacing, and he gives he gave Randall um, some room to work when he had to go one on one. But let's let's talk about it, though. I know I see some guys that are kind of like am about Kemba this game. What do you think about Kemba and his game today, Ryan? Well, well, I would like to I would hope that it's attributed to the fact that it's the first game of the season at Madison Square Garden. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes especially with him being a New York dude. You know, his family was there. His mom was in the stands. So maybe it was maybe it was a little jitters. Maybe that first game. But the thing with Kemba is, you know, Kemba's not really great on the defensive end. So if Kemba's not really scoring like that, right? then then the defense becomes more noticeable because people are going to be like, well, if Kemba's not scoring for us, you know, then why is he in the game? Because, you know, the, the opposing team's guards are more likely going to be bigger than him and they're going to just, you know, take advantage of him on defense and score where Kemba's located on the court. I mean, like, it's the first game. I'm not going to be too hard on Kemba, but 
the one thing the Knicks do need to work on when Kemba's on the court, and I mentioned this in previous shows as well, it's the defensive rotation. Because what teams will do with the Knicks is, especially when Kemba's on the court, they're going to try to create a mismatch. And then off that mismatch, they're going to rotate the ball and have the Knicks scrambling on defense. But it seems like the Knicks don't have their rotation set yet, or they get confused easily on the rotations, and that leads to wide-open threes for the opposing team. So I think with Kemba on the court, the Knicks are going, Dibs is going to definitely have to get them to get those defensive rotations tighter. Absolutely. So so that you could, you could probably cover up more of Kemba's mistakes on defense or the fact that he's too small on defense. Right. And now the thing is too about today's matchup, because, you know, Kemba had Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is a, you know, he's not a prototypical point guard. He's not a guy who's going to beat you off the dribble. He's not a guy who Kemba's going to have problems with guarding one-on-one. So, you know, this this is actually kind of Kemba's ideal matchup on a defensive end, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and um, as we saw today in the first few court, in that first quarter was a little bit shaky. The second quarter, though, you know, he doesn't have to worry about getting burned. So the team defense, you know, you can you can play good te- team defense and get away with it. And so I feel like you know, if there is a penetrating point guard, we might have some trouble. But if there's a, a spot up shooting point guard. We still have to get Kemba and these guys up to speed, and and you know that's you know it's 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 a time thing. It's a time thing. It's only only our first game of the season. Uh, Tips is going to work with these guys. He's going to work on film. They're going to watch film, and uh, the defense is going to get better incrementally. It's it's going to take some time. Um, at least the team defense, the team defense will. Will the one on one defense be good at the end of the year? I'm I'm not sure, but I mean that might be time. For um, these guys like Grimes and and McBride to get a shot, who knows? Who knows? And, but uh, that's yeah. what I have to say. But at the end of the day, though, we still won. So whatever, <laughs> whatever. For real, we won in double overtime in, the, in at home. <laughs> exactly. Remember, the Knicks are one and zero in the regular season. But if you want to, you know, put it in a whole picture, the Knicks are five and zero. Okay. We hey. <laughs> Five and oh, undefeated. All right, we undefeated <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> Preseason, regular season, undefeated in this joint. Exactly. Right? Oh man, yo, salute, so yo, salute to the chat, man. Thank you for everybody that's rocking with the show, man. I, yo, I, I think I, I think I think I talked about everything I really want to talk about. I gave Mitch's flowers. Yeah, I gave Mitch's flowers. Um. We've, Derrick Rose, he he stepped up in the end. The clutch shot by Derrick Rose at the end, you know, I felt like Derrick Rose didn't get all the calls he needed to get. He, I feel like he got whacked a lot, but you know, he, when Kemba was tired and Derrick Rose came in, I gave him some fresh legs. Uh, that was a good call. That was a good call by yeah. the, the coach to have to have uh, Derrick Rose finish it up. I think that was important to us. And Alec Burks too. I'm gonna give Alec Burks some props because yeah, Alec Burks, yeah, he played well. Yeah, I'm gonna get Alec Burks from Prost just because on the defensive end, I've been crying about Alec Burks' defense last season. This year, and it only has only been one game, but if you if you're counting preseason and this game, I feel like Alec Burks' defense is taking a step. And I, mean, I know he's only had five points, and he didn't play like a ton of minutes, but he's been you know 16 minutes to this game. But I feel like his defense has done pretty well too. In general. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's the Thibs influence. I think that's just Burks being on the Thibs system for one extra season, and I think that's the reason why his defense picked up. Absolutely, absolutely. Somebody shout out Burks showed he can pass. Yes, Burks can pass, man. He showed some flashes. He definitely <laughs> yeah. showed some flashes this season. He had a, a very important class on was it the out of bounds play? I yeah. Think, mm-hmm. Burks can definitely pass, man. So salute to Burks. Uh, yo, my only thing is Sims, like if. One minor thing before I wrap up, Amir Sims. I like. I, I mean, yeah, Amir Sims. I know Jericho is here, but sometimes I feel like when I, that one game when I saw Amir Sims, I feel like he plays better positional defense than Jericho, and I feel like he would be more comfortable. I feel like Tibbs would be more comfortable with Sims on the floor on the defensive end than Sims, and that's just me. But that's the only thing I have to say. But I, I'm still yeah. fine with him being in the G League because that means more minutes for Obi, and I would love for Obi to average 20-plus minutes a game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. Salute to the chat, man. Uh, I think that's all we got. I'm going to just shout you out. Boost Mobile, shout out to you. Shout out to Nick Yak. Mitch leading rebounder with 17. Oh, my, oh. yes. 
Mitch with 17 rebounds. Is that a career high? Is that a career high? I didn't hear them mention it on um, ESPN, but it it may be. It could be. I'm trying to think if he's he's had a game where he's had more than 17 rebounds. I'm not sure, but Mitch, man, surely missed. The offensive rebounding was surely missed. Man, the amount of offense we got got so easily was... Which is ugh, it was it was beautiful. Mid seventeen rebounds. Shout out to you. Shout out to Nick Yak though. Shout out to people in the chat. Shout out to Shooting Stars. He says uh, defense looks much better in the second half. He's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Anthony two and two. He says agree. Rose, this is over in regulation. Yeah, Rose has helped us uh, get over in, in regulation. Shout out to Picks Picks Timmy too. He's active in the Discord chat. He says Mitch helps Kimba defense. Yes, and we're gonna need all the, the help we can get. All right, man. That's our show, man. I think we talked about everything we need to talk about. Yeah, and, man. And just, and just to clarify, Mitch career high rebounds is twenty one. Okay. Against the, uh, yeah, against the Raptors in two thousand nineteen. That's his career high. Okay, twenty one. He only had seventeen, man. Because move. All right, cool. So we now we got a new. We got a new. Yeah, something else to shoot for from this. 20, 22 rebounds from this next game, man. And I feel like he get the the weight as big as he is, and as easy as we getting rebounds today. Um, I think he can get there for sure. I feel like his positional defense has been better. I think the strength is, might be allowing him to get even more defensive rebounds than yeah. usual and not get p- picked off his spot. So I think this might be the year for Mitch to up his rebounding total. And I'm, yo, exactly. I can't wait till we play like Embiid in them to see what he does with these guys. For real. And I think the positive thing, too, is the fact that he hasn't even caught all of his win yet, and he grabbed 17 rebounds in the game. Like, Yeah, man. Ah. Exactly, exactly. Peace out to Mitch. But shout out to the chat, man. That is our show. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you for you for watching. Shout out once again to our um, our sponsor in, in DraftKings, man. And like I said, you already know. You already know what to do. Hit that link in the chat. I'm gonna put the link in the description for 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 um <clears throat> for DraftKings, and you use that code KOT. And you have to be 21 and over. And also, you gotta be in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, Indiana, um to use that code. All right. So shout out to DraftKings. But that is our show. Follow us on social media, guys. Man, we trying to get to 10k followers on Instagram. So definitely follow us on the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, the KOT Show. On Twitter and also follow us on the Nick of Time show on Facebook as well. And fi- yo, check out our blogs, man. We have two new blogs from Mikey and Ken who wrote about um, our win percentage and how many wins we can win this season. So definitely check out the new blogs at the Nick of Time show.com. And also, 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 before I before I even finish that off, get these, get these, get these snapbacks, man. Get these Nick snapbacks as well. This, Nick, Nick snapbacks are available um, at the nicktimeshow.com. We got them in blue, we got them in black, so definitely cop those as well if you're rocking with the Nick Good Time Show. All right. Sir, let him know where you're from. Where I'm from? Oh, where you go? <laughs> where to find you anyway? <laughs> oh, my Okay, all right. So you can find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. And you can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. Um, I think Fritz provided the links to the side. So, you know, you can follow me, click the links, you can follow me there. And do you mind if I do one 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 bro? Yo, let him let him rock. Let's go. Let me, me, me set it up. Let me set it up. Let me set it up. All right. All right. Let me set it up. <clears throat> All right, guys. Now, it's part for one of the favorite parts of the show. And we never usually do this again during the game, but we start. We should start doing it because this is this is a crowd favorite segment. Exactly. <laughs> you want to start with the ooze? Yeah, it, it's gonna, it's gonna be a simple ooze, simple bro, because I didn't really get a chance to prepare myself to really do the whole picture. Okay, but, okay, okay. Yeah, but, but, I, but yeah, but if I can give a semi picture though. All right, cool. So let's just let you know, ooze pricks are for the show. Oh, are. The best plays of the week or the best plays of the game since we're doing game by game right now. All right. So the, all it is, we describe what the best play of the game is and we let you know what it is. So let them know. Let's go, Ryan. What's your best play of the game? Yes, sir. For today? So my ooh and my bra comes from tonight's game against the, against the Celtics. The mm-hmm. ooh first goes to Obi Toppin because there was a play where my man caught a lob. Two Celtics was under the basket. I think it was Schroeder and Pritchard. Oh, yeah! 
dumped it, dumped it on both of them. Oh! On their head. On their head. Nuts in your back. Oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go get it, Obadiah. Go get it. Yeah, that was a good one. There was a, yes, there was, sir. there was some, there was a bunch of oofs though, yo. I know, man. Man, the the Julius Randle up and under was oh yeah, yeah. that was pretty dope too. That yeah. was pretty dope too. Yeah, Evan Fournier going off from three. There was a lot of ooze. There was a lot of ooze. I already, I already know what the yeah. bra is though, but I'm gonna let you rock. Yeah, I already know what the bra is, but I'm gonna let you rock. Okay, the <laughs> bra goes to Jalen Brown, Bruh. because my man may have dropped forty six, but there was a play at overtime. Where he stripped Julius Randle mm. was by himself at the basket. All by Went up myself. for the dunk. <laughs> Went up for the dunk. Brick. Bruh. Yeah, man. You can't you can't miss you can't miss open dunks, man. You can't miss something. That, that no, was and that's why and that's why your team lost. Bruh. Yeah, man. Forty six points should have forty eight. Oh well. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> so sad. Bruh. <laughs> oh man, but if we lost if we lost, then we couldn't even say that. That we couldn't even, we couldn't even mention that bruh pick if we lost. But since you we bet. won, yeah, he, he gets that bruh, oh. and we get that. Ooh, all right. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> all right, man. That is our show. Shout out to everybody else who's rocking with the show, man. I'm tired. That was a long game. I ain't really have had the energy to even do this show, but we did it, man. <laughs> Shout out to the show, man. Shout out to the people who's rocking with us. If you like the show, like and subscribe, and please share. Please, 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 please like, subscribe, comment, and share. It's going to help us out tremendously. Thank you, everybody, for the super chat. It's going to help keep the lights on, pay the rioters, uh, pay for the phones, and all that other stuff. All right, man? Salute to you guys. That is our show. We are out of here. And as always, shout out to World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, all right? Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams.